Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day it is you are joining us. This is the Tulsa World Scene podcast, which we uh, effectively have named Fred for no good reason at all. I'm joined here by uh, my colleagues, uh, Jimmy Trammell and Grace Wood, and we uh, get together once a week to uh, uh, talk about a lot of things that sometimes we know a lot about, sometimes we know nothing about. Uh, for example, the Oscars uh, were announced this past week, and uh, as somebody who has not uh, been inside a movie theater since 2019, I don't think I'm in a position to comment too greatly about, about uh, this year's awards, but um, uh, you two are, are young and spry and, 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 and get out more than I do. Uh, Grace, are, are, are you familiar with any of, the, any of the movies that have been nominated this year? Um, yeah, there are certainly a lot of movies that were nominated that I haven't seen yet that I want to, like The Fablemans I've heard good things about, and some other ones too, like the Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever, and Elvis, I never saw that one, but one movie that was nominated a bunch of times was Everything Everywhere All at Once, and I recommend everybody see that because it was truly just like one of the most unique movies I've ever seen from just the storyline and the special effects and everything. And it was a lot of fun and it kind of involved some actors that hadn't really been in the spotlight for a while. So it was a really good movie, but... Um, well, can you for, for for people such as such as your humble correspondent here who haven't seen the movie, what can you tell me a little bit about what it is about and why uh, it impressed you so much? Um, it's a story sort of about a dysfunctional family, and um, the mom and dad and the family kind of get to chance get a chance to jump into alternate timelines in alternate universes where they take on different roles and they're different people. And it's kind of like, okay, if she had made this one decision when she was 10 or 11, her life would have gone this way. And she gets to kind of explore all these different paths. And it kind of just makes her, the mom, like appreciate where she is in the present and all of the different things that have happened in her life leading up to then. And kind of just, I don't know, appreciating what she has. So um, that wasn't the best way to explain it, but it's it's definitely a feel-good movie in the end. <laughs> it sounds well, almost I, too science fiction-y to be approved by the uh, Oscar people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and, and as, 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 I believe it does start Michelle Yao, mm-hmm. who, is, who, who uh, got her start, I believe, in, in martial arts uh, films and still doesn't... I've seen her in a lot of action-oriented movies. It, does this movie give her a chance to um, uh, demonstrate uh, her unique set of skills? Yes, so she does a, a lot of really cool stunts. And before seeing the movie, I didn't know that that was like her background. So I was blown away. I was like, wow, she's so good at karate. <laughs> <laughs> but she's been training in that her whole life and it definitely shows. So that was cool. Okay. Um, I, I, if I if memory serves me right, I think that's still playing at the uh, the Circle Cinema. That's right. Okay, and, and so so people can can check it out uh, uh, there. I I I do know that the Banshees of Inishern got nominated for a few things, and I must 
confess that is in my Netflix queue, but I have not seen it yet. So I have um, gotten as close to seeing an Oscar-nominated movie as I'm probably going to get uh, this year. That's about as far as I've got. Um, what else are some of the uh, that are up for? I, I, this, I, they, they still are doing the 10 for Best Picture, right? Ten yeah, movies. I've only seen two of the 10 uh, this year. I saw uh, The Fablemans, which I enjoyed. I, I mean, it was really kind of courageous, I thought, of Steven Spielberg to spill so much, uh, I guess, dirt on his own family. I don't know if I could have done that, but he sure did it. And, you know, for our enjoyment. Uh, and I, I enjoyed The Fablemans, and I enjoyed uh, – the, the other one I saw was Women Talking, which hasn't even arrived in Tulsa yet. It will arrive by the time people hear this. It arrives Thursday at Circle Cinema and AMC South Roads 20. But uh, it's really an interesting movie about, uh, I don't want to ruin it for people, but some, uh, some the females of a religious colony have been wronged by the males. And you have three choices. Do you uh, fight? Do you stay or do you leave? And, you know, so it's, it's true to the title. Women Talking is about this conversation of, what is the right thing to do and and what's the cost if you do any of these things just curious um knowing your um uh connoisseurship of uh comic books and 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 the like uh women talking doesn't quite sound like the sort of film you would uh seek out what prompted you to go uh go see it well when a studio pitched me a screener and says can you go see it i if they work hard enough to say we're going to get you a screener in a theater in Tulsa, can you go? I'm going to say, you know, you worked hard and I'm going to go. So I did. Okay. All right. I, I was just curious. I didn't know if this was something that you had been uh, eagerly anticipating and, and you know, this, this, this was, this was the thing to go see. So I'm a soft touch and they ask. And I went, so I went. Okay. Well, of the movies that you all have seen, and again, I can't contribute to that uh, for this year, but, uh, what are some of the ones that did not get nominated or, or performances perhaps that did not get nominated that you thought, uh, thought should have been, mm. or were surprised, or at least were surprised not to see included in the lists? Mm. Grace is pondering. <laughs> I, I, I guess the, the people thought the big snub, not as far as best picture, but the, the snub was, uh, maybe Tom Cruise for Best Actor for Top Gun Maverick. And, uh, oh, I forget what the other snub is. But uh, it's not such a horrible thing to be snubbed by the Oscars because you look back throughout history, and the, oftentimes the film that wins the Oscar is not the film that stands the best of time as being the one that's beloved by people. And they're, uh, It's a Wonderful Life is a great example of that. I mean, it was kind of a Who Cares movie back in the day, but now yeah. that's the one they play every year at Christmas. Right. Um, and, and I mean, when you look back at, at, at the films that, that, that did win, um, best picture, I mean, there's a lot of them where you, I mean, am I right? Did Dr. Doolittle win best picture? Or was it nominated or something like that? I, you know, um, I'm trying to think. I'd like to that, talk that, to the animals to know. I, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I mean, there've been a number of, a number of bizarre, uh, uh, choices, um, that, uh, who, who only knows what, what people were thinking when, when they voted. I mean, there've been a number of, um, 
uh, they, the, to, one of the best performances I can remember was by Donald Sutherland in um, Pride and Prejudice in the oh. early 2000s with Kira Knightley was uh, the star of that. He plays the father, Mr. Bennett. And there's a scene of him just listening to Kira Knightley talk that's one of the most amazing bits of acting. I mean, he just breaks your heart and he doesn't say a word, you know, um, and didn't, didn't, didn't even get a, 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 a ripple in the pond of nominations, but. Uh, well, I was uh, glad to see Judd Hirsch get nominated for the Fablemans. I mean, his oh. part is like bam, bam, and he's gone, but he did such a great job in the film that uh, obviously made an impression. I've, I've, I've got something for you guys. Okay. Lately, it seems like the uh, the winner, the Oscar winner, has been really kind of a more artsy niche movie that wasn't really a commercial success, success at all. I mean, some exceptions, but I'm being general here. I'm going to go down the list of recent Oscar winners, and you get we're going to see how far back any of us has to go See who saw the an Oscar winner. You ready for this? Okay. Oh and boy! Last year was I, I, Coda. I, 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 I'm ready to be. I'm ready to be embarrassed. Go. Anybody <laughs> see Coda? Um, last year I was flying. I think I was flying back from Mexico, and the person in front of me had was watching Coda, so I watched it over their shoulder for most of the flight. <laughs> so in silently, a way too, and you watched it silently too. I bet, which is which, really adds to the experience. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to download any movies, so I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm just watching <clears throat> this." <laughs> Nomadland in 2021. No. no. Parasite 2020. Yeah, I saw that one. Have you guys seen that? No. I've heard good things, but I haven't seen it. It's crazy. You should watch it. It's really good. Green Book 2019. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Grace is apparently our Oscar person here. She's great. Saying, great. Grace is Grace is gutting for 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 yeah. Okay. Go for <laughs> it. The Shape of Water 2018. Also watched that one. <laughs> I think somebody was watching that on the plane next to me. And I, <laughs> I you, took a peek. you get around a lot, my my dear girl. <laughs> He's the one looking over your shoulder on the airplane always, apparently. <laughs> uh, Mo Moonlight, no. 2017. Nope. Spotlight. Nope. They were on a, a light theme. Spotlight in 2016. Oh yeah, I had to watch. I, 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 I saw that afterward, not 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 before it won, but I saw it afterward. Okay. Birdman. No one saw this, right? No. no oh, one. oh, no. Michael no. Keaton. Yeah. No. Okay. Twelve Years a Slave, twenty fourteen. Yes. Okay. Argo, twenty thirteen. No. No. I, I promise this is not going to be a forever list. I'm going to go yeah. till I've actually seen one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> The Artist, 2012. No. No. Uh, what the heck? It just says Ben Affleck. That's not correct. Uh, <laughs> I'll be skipping that year. Anyhow, The King's Speech. Yes. Okay. The Hurt Locker. No. No. Slumdog Millionaire. Yes. No. 
we're bo- I'm probably I'm boring people, so I'm going to skip all the way down to the la- to the year I finally saw an Oscar winner. Okay. Uh, I guess 2000 American Beauty. I saw that, but oh. it was on HBO. I didn't even see it on the at the movie screen. Mm-hmm. The last film I saw Oscar winner at the theater was Titanic in 1988, 1998. So I'm on a, no. I'm on a heck of a streak here of not seeing the Oscar winner. <laughs> there, well, there, yeah, there, there was, there was a time in my, in my, in my halcyon days of youth where, yeah, if, if, if I, if, if I, if I had not seen the films that had been nominated, it was because they hadn't been to Tulsa yet. Okay. Uh, a friend of mine and I would, I mean, that was our, that was our Friday night and Saturday. We would, we would go see every movie we could. You know, we'd map out times and how far, how, how long it would take us to get from one theater to another in the course of a Friday evening. Um, and, um, uh, but yeah, so it, 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 it it's, it's, that 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 been a while since that 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 that's happened. But uh, the funny thing is, I'll still watch the uh, I'll still watch the show. I don't know why, but I, I always watch the uh, the show. But I don't mean one, to be morbid, but I enjoy the in memoriam segment of the Oscars, just to mm-hmm. remind me of who we've lost and you know who was great for so many years. Yeah, I'll toss out a small bit of trivia that I that I okay. believe I believe I know. Who gave the shortest performance that earned either best actor or best actress from the Oscars? The shortest amount of time on screen mm. and won and won the best acting award. Wow. I feel like I've heard this before, but I can't think of it. Um If I say it puts the lotion on its skin, will that help? Oh, oh. Um, Hannibal Lecter. What's his name? Anthony Hopkins is Hannibal Anthony Lecter. Hopkins. I think I think he is on on screen for less than thirty five minutes, all told, wow. in a movie that's about two hours and two hours plus. I think. Yeah. And and that, but but he won best acting, won best lead actor for that. Wow, wow, that's crazy! So, I didn't. Wow, that's wild. Well, just, Judd, Hirsch may have, may have, Judd Hirsch may have been on the screen for like five or ten minutes total in the Fablemans, so he may set a record for best supporting. But that supporting is a different deal. If, yeah, because I remember that the if I remember correctly, the shortest person to the 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 the, the, the winner with the shortest amount of time on screen for any acting award and this may this may not be the case anymore um but it was 1976 network uh Beatrice Strait won best supporting actress and her role was just a little over 8 minutes of screen time mm. she was William Holt, played William Holden's wife who uh gets he leaves her for another woman but anyway uh, well, speaking of of, of awards, um, we could do this other thing of have you done this, and I have a feeling this would be one I would win. But uh, the James Beard Award uh, long list has been announced. This is uh, uh, culinary awards: best restaurant, best chef, best um, uh, hospitality program, best wine program, that sort of a thing. 
And there are a number of uh, local restaurants and, and individuals that are nominated. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Ben Alexander of Mr. Kim's Steakhouse, Lisa Beckland of Farm Bar, and Paul Wilson of uh, Boston Title and Abstract are up for semifinalists for Outstanding Chef Southwest. Um, the Three Sirens Restaurant Group that uh, that runs uh, the Bramble Breakfast and Bar, uh, Shaky Jakes and Holy Mole and Bird and Bottle, they're up for Best Restaurateur, which is a national award. And the um, the uh, collective that puts out uh, or that does the pop up at all, which I believe Grace you've you've mentioned. Uh, they're up for best new chef. Smoke on Cherry Street is up for best hospitality. And oh, I fear I'm missing. I fear I'm missing one. American Solera is up for for outstanding bar. So, um, so that's something that that gives us something to you know go. Some dinner plans, if nothing else, for don't let Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty announce the winner of that because been <laughs> <laughs> yes, that 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 could create a problem. But oh Grace well. James had something in his story uh, today that was one of the more interesting things I've seen uh, randomly in a long time. What was uh, a restaurant review of a a Mexican restaurant, and Oklahoma City people prefer yellow queso. Tulsa people prefer, for some reason, white queso. Who would have ever thought that the turnpike separates us with yellow queso and white queso? That that, that surprised me too, because I, I you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm. When it comes to queso, I am colorblind, but um, I did find that kind of odd that that the that that that's what he that's what he pointed out. As I, I was asking about, you know, are there differences on the menus? Because they have one in Sand Springs, they have one in Oklahoma City, they have. This new one down this what's down the street from me. It's at Twenty First and Yale. Pardon me. And the name of this place is I'm sorry, Mi Pueblo, Mi Pueblo. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he said he said well, there's one thing that we we found out is that Oklahoma City people they really want yellow queso, so we had to change our recipe for Oklahoma <laughs> City. So so let's find out all about that uh, in, in in the Tulsa world. Uh, along with uh, some of the new restaurants to look forward to uh, in the coming year. Uh, there will be, uh, there's a, several moving into the, the downtown area, one of which is Noche, a Mexico City inspired uh, cuisine from uh, a noted um, chef named uh, Seamus Feely. Uh, turns out he's a native of Fayetteville, Arkansas. And it's always been his dream to have a restaurant in, quote, the big city of Tulsa, end quote. And so that'll be coming in uh, late spring. Uh, around the same time, Justin Thompson's is going to be opening uh, Isla's Kitchen, which is southern food in uh, the, the View Apartments on Apache. Um, and there's several others that are that are coming up. So that that's all could read all about that in in this week's uh, Tulsa World at uh, find newsstands everywhere and online at tulsaworld.com. Uh speaking of coming up, uh 
what have we all got coming up for this weekend? Uh, Grace, what have you what have you been working on this week? Um, I've been working on a story that's just all about the world of consignment furniture because it's really been kind of having a moment these past few years and it's consignment furniture is more popular right now than ever. So I talked to a couple local consignment shop owners just about the trends that they're seeing and you know what it takes to consign furniture and what they do accept and what they don't accept. So that will come out this Saturday in World of Homes. Okay. Jimmy, what have you got coming? Friday, I'll tell people about Women Talking, which I said has finally arrived in theaters in Tulsa. And uh, Sunday, I'll tell you a little about Reba's Place, the new Reba McIntyre restaurant that's opening in, in Atoka. The grand opening is Thursday of this week. Okay. Well, um, curiously enough, I'll be doing something about uh, uh, another uh, redheaded entrepreneur. Uh, Reed Drummond is... Uh, uh, they are revamping or re, re, remodeling uh, the mercantile, the pioneer woman mercantile in Pawhuska. And we'll be talking to her about uh, what sort of things they're going to be uh, doing with the new place, what they're going to, how they're going to be handling uh, the many people that come there to uh, have the pioneer woman experience while uh, the big building is closed. And so we'll have that coming up uh uh, coming up this Sunday as well. So more things to to, to look out for uh, in the Tulsa world. Well, uh, we want to thank you all for putting up with us for uh, our, our little time here. And um, on behalf of Jimmy Trammell and Grace Wood, we bid you good day and a pleasant tomorrow. Behave. Bye.